to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather round the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you would normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello. How we how we doing? Not bad. Not bad. A little excited for this evening. I see that. What is um what is that in your hand? It is a Toscano fourteen ninety two. It's an Italian uh, cigar. Um, it's my first ever smoking basically a cigar, um, but also an Italian one. And it's meant to share, which was weird. Yes. You cut it right down the middle and you give one half to your buddy or whoever and it's you know, there right. you go. Which we have right here. Because it kind of freaks you out when somebody says it's meant to share because you're thinking you're both smoking exactly. from Pass. the same yep. end. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking puff, the same puff, thing. Give. Exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah, nope. figured I'd smoke one on the show. And the reason we are doing this today is tonight you have quite the night ahead of you. We have the Two Guys Smoke Shop 33rd Anniversary Cigar Dinner this evening. That we are both attending, oddly enough. Yep. I, I go every year. My wife and my kids purchase me a ticket every year as a Father's Day present, which is a nice I'm gift. a very lucky man for that. Yes. And then a few weeks ago, you had told sent me a picture of the same ticket. Yep. And I'm like, how did you get in this? Yep. My father started smoking cigars and... When he gets into something, he really gets into it. So, <laughs> called me up and said, save the date. We're going to a dinner. Yeah. And, and I, was, I found out that it was this dinner. Yeah. So, oddly enough, we're both going, yeah. which is going to be great. And I was talking to your father on Friday because he had all types of questions for me on it. And we set him good, and he is ready to go. So, what do you think? It's not bad. Not bad. You can taste a little wood. Um, I mean, they say there's hints of hickory. Um, hickory with notes with of molasses and honey. So I, I guess I can taste a little That's bit of it. That's right up the line of barbecue. Yeah, this would pair well, very well with barbecue. So today we're going to be talking cigars and barbecue. Because I like to believe they go hand in hand. And they are both barbecue and cigars. I somewhat handled the right way. Same way. Sorry. Both need time. With barbecue, you need to low and slow, break down the fats, everything, get the flavor rolling. With cigars, you need time to age the tobacco, ferment the tobacco, get out, sweat out the ammonia of that is naturally in the leaves. Mm-hmm. So it's both time-consuming. So while you're waiting for the meat, as you've noticed with me, what do I do? You smoke a cigar. I smoke a cigar, because what else are we going to do? Correct. No, you have a beer, you have a cigar, you know, and both go very well with barbecue. Now, you have found a few cigars that go, that pair well with different types of barbecue, haven't you? Yes. So, um, you know, if you're looking to do... um, Smoked briskets, you know, anything smoked, um, anything using wood, then they were saying that the Camacho Nicaraguan barrel-aged 
cigar. And the Shadow King by A.J. Fernandez pairs very well with smoked meats. If you're going on, you know, to just grilling steak, chops, burgers, then a very good cigar for doing. And I'd say this one also pairs well with the barbecue. Um, also is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, which I just heard today is a very... Very nice cigar. It is an yeah. incredible cigar. It's a very good one. It's got a little bit of spice on the finish, but it's not a really strong cigar. So, you know, I think anybody, even the people who like mild all the way to strong, it's a very good cigar. And you you are going to meet Nick Perdomo this evening. Apparently, yeah. Looking forward to it. You're going to meet a lot of people this <laughs> evening. But, yeah, Nick Nick is makes a wonderful product. And... Literally not a bad cigar in his whole portfolio. Now, does it matter what you're eating? Like, if you're doing ribs, if you're doing chicken, will you kind of base your cigar choice on that? Once Just because you'll have that taste in your mouth, so you you know. Yeah. Once again, another similarity. Everything with barbecue is taste profile. Everything with cigars is pro- taste profile. Mm-hmm. What does your palate like? So it's all personal preference when it comes back down to it. I can smoke an array from very light to extremely full-flavored. So is that a full body? Full body, full-flavored. There's quite the debate on the difference of full-flavored and full body. But, you know, there are some that you will smoke that you literally feel like I'm standing on your chest. Oh, I've smoked those, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what it is. Uh, we'll put it this way. You know, some some people, if the barbecue or the sauce is too spicy, they just can't eat it. And cigars are the same way. Yep. If it's too strong, some people just can't smoke those cigars. Because you'll get some that have do have a very, well, how we like with cigar smoking, <clears throat> we refer to as spicy or peppery bite to it. Then there'll be more, some others that have a more smooth or creamy um, finish to it. Then there's, you'll catch different flavor notes, which is always an interesting um, thing to hear from people of how they phrase it. You know, Jonathan downstairs, he's world famous for, (laughs) I get Chinese pea pods. (laughs) I've never tasted a Chinese peapod out of a cigar in my life. But that's what he gets. Although there are some that have a vegetal quality to yes. it, you know. So maybe really? that's where yeah. – and especially um, – they don't sell many anymore. But in the old days, they had wrappers called Candela, and those aren't really fermented. So it's a, a fairly bright green wrapper on it, you know. So – as you might expect, that those are the ones that will have this kind of vegetal quality to it. Okay, wow. Then some you'll get um, a citrus, citrus notes. So you'll taste, you know, an orange. Now, you're not going to taste an orange, but you're going to have that little bit of a tang to it, which you will get if you were eating a piece of citrus. And, you know, I think it, it's sort of like folks with wine. You know, some people say, okay, I like it or I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Same with cigar. I like it, I don't like it. Yeah. And then you got all the reviews of it. You know, I got hints of pencil lead or something crazy. And, 
it's uh, like Johnny says, it's not so much that it's that exact flavor. It's reminiscent of it. And again, everybody's palate is different. Yeah. So there's no Just wrong answers. That's it. Yeah. There is no wrong answers. That is right, Ned. You know, it's what comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. Just like anything, regardless, you hear a song that you haven't heard in ages, and it brings you back to a certain place and time that you remember who you were with, what you were doing. You know, same with food, same with smells. That's the same thing with barbecue, and it's the same thing with cigars. So it all is intertwined. You know, Cigar Aficionado magazine, you know, they'll have articles on cigars. They'll also have articles on whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, wines. Um, is it, Ed, are they also Cigar Aficionado with Wine Spectre? Are they, yeah, Wine Spectator, I believe they came from the same say, offshoot. The, the yeah. same offshoot, you know, but they go hand in hand. It's that lifestyle if you will mm-hmm. and yeah i think a lot of people pair scotch with it you know something bold oh yeah you know you're not going to want to go with a a light lighter tasting beer for example but if you get something that's very hoppy and you know stand up to the the cigar then that works well yeah, like um hammer and sickle came out with the the kalanok right which is a um peat smoked peat smoked bourbon no, tobacco. Tobacco. Oh, tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> smoked tobacco. So you'll get that smoky. Have you ever had a very peaty scotch, like a Lafroy or? No. You Again, you, I'm not. I'm a beer drinker. I've tried scotch and it just beer, burns. Beer drinker and Hellraiser. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and I dabble in red wine. Yeah, Sometimes right. you need to, you know, be classy. Classy. <laughs> Look at you. You're already, you're already shaving up. You're. You're ahead of the game, ready to go tonight, looking all pretty. I did. I had to clean up a little bit. <laughs> no. But I was I was reading, um, so in Texas, you know, because they're, you know, sauces and mostly it's beef, briskets, so their flavors are bold, you know, very pungent. So, um, you know, they're saying that a cigar needs to be brash and bold to complement, but also crisp and complex. Um, you know, so they're saying to go with like an Olivia, um, Siri V. Milanio. Oliva, you almost had. I almost it. had. You it. Almost had it. But it's it's interesting because you know it talks about Texas, it talks about Memphis, it talks about Kansas City. So it's crazy, you know, the different regions and you know just the different. I didn't know that there were that many cigars that paired well with different styles of barbecue and and foods. You know, I thought wines paired with food and you know some beers and stouts, but never really even took consideration of. Of well, a cigar. Oh, yeah. And you can go with during the meal or especially after the meal. You have a nice, wonderful steak dinner. You know, great piece of meat, thick. You need to pay attention because they go out I, on you. I'll practice tonight. <laughs> I'll practice tonight. Light it up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> gonna need, you need, now, gonna need a lighter and a cutter. You do to, not show up to a cigar e- event without the proper uh, tools. Johnny? Cigar smoking is supposed to be relaxing, so do what you can to just tone it I'm down. I'm not feeling very relaxed right now. <laughs> feeling very stressed. Well, that's just with boys, and that's what we do. A little ball bust and never hurt anybody. No, but that's what you were also saying, too. Once you once you light up a cigar, you know, people tend to do it around the, the pit. Um, 
you know, or wherever. But you, you'll, you told me that, you know, once someone lights a cigar up, you'll see their shoulders kind of sag down a little bit. You'll see the relaxation process kind of happening, you know, if you're a cigar smoker, you know. Yeah. You, a cigar f- forces you to slow down. You know, you can have a cigarette, puff away three, four minutes, it's done. If you smoke a cigar, you have at least 45 minutes to an hour. See, I think that's my problem. I do everything so fast. (laughs) You need to slow down, relax. That was the best best description I ever had was from Dave Garofalo that he sees people come into the shop after a tough day of work, all wound up, you know, the voice is raised, you know, a little on edge, sits down, gets a cup, cup of coffee, lights a cigar. Ten minutes into it, you can see the shoulders drop a little bit because you're also smoking it, and you're not chain smoking it like a cigarette or anything. Right. It's every minute, every other minute, slows down your breathing, which then, therefore, controls your stress level, starts bringing everything back down to a nice, even plane. I always tell people, well, I've never seen anyone rush off an airplane to get outside to smoke a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Walk by any Scarface. Go to, go, to, go down downtown Boston or downtown Manchester and any office buildings around any on the hour. There's going to be people huddled around smoking cigarettes. No one's going to be sitting there smoking a cigar because they have five minutes. Run down, run, get smoking, run back. It's not how it is. In the cigar world, and it's not how it is in the barbecue world. Everything's nice, laid back, relaxed. Everyone's conversing. Everyone's asking questions, talking, getting in. The two worlds are truly intertwined. Right. I mean, the other crowd is the microwave and cigarettes crowd. (laughs) Right. I got to get some food (laughs) fast and have my smoke and run. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Never yep. thought of that. And the cigars, they're not an addictive product. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go weeks without having a cigar. No problem. I don't like it necessarily. You don't like it, but, but you yeah, can I mean, do it. Okay. You know, no, you're not going to sit there, oh, my God, when does I need another cigar? Said nobody ever. No, sometimes I start to get irritable if I go on vacation because you don't know where you can smoke. And so I might go, you know, a week, 10 days. But it's not like, wow, I have a physical craving for this. It's just, boy, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to have one, especially on vacation. And that rolls back in. Barbecue, people in the barbecue world are very conscientious of each other. So are cigar smokers. We're not going to sit here and light up where we can. If we are allowed to, we're going to look around to see who's around us. If there's an outdoor place and people are eating, we're going to look to see, all right, where's the wind blowing? Are there kids around? So would you smoke one on the beach? Is that a place to smoke a cigar? Or it all depends on, again, company and who's around? All depends, company, who's around, and even Mm -hmm. the laws now. They're getting away. They're making it so you can't smoke on the beach. Right. You can only smoke in your house. For me, have I smoked on a beach? Sure, but not if it's a crowded beach where people are, you know, trying to get some sun and relax. Right. You you really don't want to bother anyone. So I'm going to find a spot that's away from, you know, if you're sitting there eating a meal, Mm -hmm. 
in the, I am technically allowed to smoke, and I'm going to smoke. I'm going to find a spot that's kind of away from you, downwind of you, so you're not, I'm not blowing my smoke and it's coming right into to your face if you don't like it. It's uh, just very conscientious. Although, I will say, Johnny, if somebody wants a ride from me, I'll tell them, just fair warning, I'm going to smoke in the car. You can take the ride or not or take not. the ride, but that's your choice. My car, my rules. That's how it rolls. <laughs> okay. You know, but like I said, cigars and barbecue have always been intertwined with me. You know, it's something to pass the time. It, You know, you never got into it. We started hanging and everything. Is that a little sweat I see on you already? No, I'm probably still not into sure? it. Okay. <laughs> Just make it's the it sure. It's the lights. It's the lights. After tonight, you'll be into it. Oh, yeah. My the, wife will love it, too. The thing is, if you're, uh, if you're more of an in-the-hurry per, uh, type of person, or uh, I just have a short attention span. I smoke smaller cigars, you know, so... Uh, if I'm going to a place that has a lot of different kinds of food, I want a little of everything. I don't want to just fill up on the one thing. So I tend to smoke smaller cigars and more of them than, you know, the big ones. So like tonight, we're getting a package of, I think, what, 17, 17 cigars. <laughs> so is it like when, you know, you go to a restaurant and you have to cleanse your palate after each course? I mean, or are you going to get each flavor of it's, it's interesting you know usually if if i have let's say i've got three cigars lined up and i'm gonna smoke these then i'll think about the order of them i don't want to go to the fullest bodied one first because then if i get a mild one after that you're not gonna appreciate all the flavor in the mild one but you know the thing that uh, you've really got to know is you're not expected to smoke all 17 right. tonight. It's not a contest. <laughs> no. no, I mean, I think what you do is uh, pick one you like the looks of or talk to Johnny. He can tell you which one is a, a good starter cigar. Just smoke that. Just figure this is what I'm smoking tonight. And then if that's gone or you don't like it, take another one. But Do they have like a My First Cigar in the package? <laughs> you never know. Cigar starter um, kit. We'll you, see what's coming up. We'll see. It, it depends. If Hammer and Sickle gives out, you know, their trademark line, that's yeah, a fantastic that is, cigar that's on the mild side. I enjoy it quite Mild a bit. side, but it has a ton of flavor. You know, that's, that's another stipulation. The flavor and strength, people intertwine, and it really shouldn't be. Because a strength, it's going to knock you on your ass. Oh, yeah. And the best one I could find was, you know, you got a little couple of little beads of sweat. Nice. I'm looking around for the bucket just in case. <laughs> no, I'm good. But I, re I remember we had a club here, Deuces. That did happen to me, though, once mm. on a cruise. And yeah. we had a dinner, and it was right after the IPCPR, which is the Cigar Industry's annual trade show. And when you could get samples, Dave brought a bunch of samples back. And so we had a dinner, and we're having one, and it was reaching the reach in the box and grab whatever one you grab. That's what you're going to try. It was about 103 degrees in the end of July, and I pulled out. I believe it was um, from Matt Booth, mm. uh, the one shot, one kill. Yeah, <laughs> well, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, Jeez. and. It it was the only time I thought I was going to get sick. One shot, one kill. Really? We were sitting there. We had dinner. We are smoking the cigars. We are sitting right over here by these tables. They used to have a domino board set up. We were playing 
It was me, Tom Troy, who does another couple podcasts here with his sister. Chief, Chief Stanley, mm-hmm. you'll meet him tonight too. And we're playing dominoes. And, and Chief, she goes, are you okay? <laughs> I go, no, I am not okay right now. <laughs> that, that was the only one I've ever smoked. And I've been smoking for 20 years. Well, that'll probably be, you know, you'll have to keep an eye on me tonight. <laughs> We were we had Steve Saga doing some training for folks, and you know his cigar Todos Las Dias. Well, Dave finally decided I'm going to smoke one of these, and Dave's a mild cigar smoker, and the the, the Todos Las Dias is a strong cigar. It was funny just to watch him smoking it because he melted into the chair, even you know he was sinking down. And this is Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I mean. You know, there really is a difference between full-flavored, full-bodied, and strong cigars. Strength is a different component. That's sort of the amount of nicotine that gets delivered to you. You know, a cigar can have a lot of body, but not be strong necessarily Mm -hmm. in terms of nicotine content. So, And and there's different parts of the tobacco plant. So different primings, they call them. You have Lajero, Viso, and Seiko. Yeah. The Lajero is the strongest of all the primings. So they'll throw a little bit of that to build up a strength profile in a cigar. Like there's La Flor Dominicana has the double Lajero, which I absolutely love. La Flor Dominicana. La Flor Dominicana, Mm -hmm. which... You cannot smoke. That's fine. You can't smoke. (laughs) So if I get one of those in the bag. No, no, no. can't smoke it. The double Lajero. You're not ready for the double hero. <laughs> and you'll probably also meet tonight is Jonathan Carney. Is he the, the yeah, vice? He's, I think he's the vice president of sales for La Flor Dominicana. I don't know if he's there tonight. Uh, yeah. If he is, you're going to get along with him. He throws pictures of these dry. He, he's into dry aging. Oh, my God. His steaks. The the steak oh. his steak pictures are pornographic. It's yes. just amazing. They are unbelievable. So you if he's there tonight, I'll introduce you. You two are gonna be two peas in a pod talking steaks. But once again, it all comes back to together. The Q. The Q. What barbecue is, what the cigar industry and cigar smokers are. It's a it's a family. It's a common thing. The cigar has always been the great equalizer. It does not matter who you are. Status you could be or anything. Yep. Status, nothing. You can be sitting there and you could, you could sweep floors. You can pick up trash. I'm a mailman by trade. You're a barbecue chef. You're also an electrician by trade. You, we can sit here with judges, princes, presidents, yeah. and it doesn't matter. It's all about the cigar. We're going to sit around for hours, have a couple of drinks, smoke cigars, talk to cigars, talk about anything. Talk sports. Kind of stay away from the politics because it gets dicey. <laughs> now, yeah, don't bring politics up tonight either with my but father. But it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You're there for the same reason. You're there for the love of cigars. You're there for the love of barbecue. You're there for the love of fine wines, bourbons, whiskey, scotch. It's all encompassing. Mm-hmm. 
So, which was a great topic for today. And I, I think on the pairings, you know, the most important point is do whatever the hell you want. Mm. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. You know, right. I think sometimes it is interesting to see what other people are thinking, and then you try yeah. it, and it may be for you, it may not. But everyone or sh- the people trying to enjoy, and they look like they're enjoying, but they're not really enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, don't but- say hurtful things. <laughs> <laughs> don't gotta get nasty here, buddy. You know, but no, that, more that appreciation was, that's tonight. why today. That's why we when we were talking about today's show, it just falls perfect. We had the the dinner tonight. Got the show today. It's all encompassing. You're going to get into it for the first time. Yeah. You know, I hope it goes well for you. I hope I can steer you in the right way. Ed will help you out. Oh. Dave will help you out. Everybody, just ask. Just like when you were starting out in barbecue. And you like, asked questions. Like anything else, there are cigar snobs. You probably see them in the barbecue world. It's like... Uh, oh, I got all the best stuff, the rest of it. But for the most part, I'd say 95% of the cigar guys mm-hmm. I know yeah. will help you in any way they can. They're just down-to-earth, genuine people. And that was Ooh. one of the other lines in the cigar world. How do you ruin a great cigar? Smoke one with an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's, it's the guy, oh, you, oh, what are you smoking? Oh, you're smoking one of those. Oh, well, I have this. 1957 pre-embargo right. Monte Cristo number two. It's like that well, old, for you. old Eddie Murphy routine. I have some well, ice yeah. cream. You <laughs> <don't have some. laughs> yeah. Now will I be able to sleep in bed tonight? Or is my wife going to kill me with the You might want to take a yeah, quick yeah, shower. All right, so definitely shower after. Yeah, and uh, isolate the clothing you wear. Okay. Uh, because really, it's going to absorb a lot of smoke. So okay. usually, for, <laughs> wear something you don't wear often. <laughs> well, usually for the clothing, when I get home, I, I put it in a trash bag, not to throw away, just to seal it up and get to it later. Because even if you bring those clothes into the bedroom, your bedroom is going to smell like cigars yeah. by morning. Fantastic. You need to understand: there's anywhere from four. To five hundred cigars people being smoked tonight smoked at one time. At one time <laughs> Throughout yeah. the night from six PM till about eleven. It's well, a thing of beauty. Hopefully one of us come away with a car. <laughs> oh yeah, and also, yeah, that that the, the the car you say, why is there a car? Well, this year is two guys' thirty third anniversary, but it is also the fortieth anniversary of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> And smoky, it makes sense with barbecue or cigars, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So this year, David decided that that was going to be the theme of Smokey and the Bandit. So he went out and he found a 1978, I believe, Bandit Trans Am. And that is the grand prize. The grand prize winner tonight will be leaving in that car. You know, and I think it wasn't just he decided this year. He's been looking for quite a while at auctions to find exactly a, a mint condition car. And when he finally found it, then that's what the prize is that this was year. It. Wow. It's pretty cool. And Burt Reynolds passed yeah. away. Oh, yeah. Sadly enough, Burt Reynolds, the bandit himself, 
which was... I mean, it, it, I probably shouldn't say it, but it's kind of good timing for the party, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, that it is. Positive out of negativity <laughs> a little bit. Price just went up from the I car. Mean, he, <laughs> exactly. Right, he had to die sometime, so why not right before Why the not the week yep. of the party? Yep. No, and I, I, I believe Dave actually tried to get him... He did. ...to make have an appearance oh, really? for tonight's dinner. Oh, wow. And something went... He couldn't make it. Well... Oh. Now he really couldn't. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I know. I'm going back. Barry Stein, too soon. I well, know. You know what? Now Dave can just say, I had him lined up for the party. But unfortunately, <laughs> but unfortunately he's not going to be able to make, make it. it. <laughs> now, before you go any further, mm -hmm. Oli, it is Double seven, six, seven, eight o'clock. You're in Ireland. We want to post. A poster. We want a picture of you and a nice pint of Guinness, my friend. Enjoy your time there. Safe travels back to Australia. And he was saying that uh, Australia has very, very tough uh, tailgating. So, like from last show, then they don't. No one tailgates in Australia. Really? Everybody pretty much takes public transportation because the uh, drinking and driving laws are so tough that they don't even chance it. And he's like, "We don't really tailgate in Australia," hmm. which is I thought they'd be huge tailgaters. Yeah. You know, Australian rules football, rugby. They always seem to be drinking the Foster, yeah. the giant cans. Huge cans, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting. So you want to break the news of what we're possibly doing this weekend? While we're on so the we're, fact we're, of Australia and a little uh, Crocodile Dundee reference. I don't know if it's going to be this weekend. Um, I got um, an event Saturday, but um, I just yeah, I bought a 23-pound um, frozen alligator. <laughs> um, it comes, you know, it comes skin, but the tail's still, you know, um, there. The the claws are still there in, in the head. And the tail's still skinned. The I think part of it. I think part of it. Um, and yeah. So no. I have no idea what to expect. But it's mostly the tail that people eat, right? Or I think or it's the whole thing. I mean, the, the whole, whole thing's thing? yeah. Man. So I mean, I've had fried alligator. And it's been excellent. I've had and I've seen pictures of you know people smoking alligators and and whatnot. So we're gonna try some stuff and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've had the fried alligator. I think I've had it in a gumbo, which was delicious. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gator po boy. Oh, 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 now you're talking my language. And just think of the pictures that are kind of come out of that. Just lifting the lid, and all of a sudden there's an alligator head at you. Can I have the alligator head, by the way? <laughs> we should get a small pig, too, and do like something with an alligator and a pig. Huh. Oh, we're on. Just for like here. display purposes. Display purposes, absolutely. Well, that's it for this week. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions, comments to pitlife.com. BBQ podcast at gmail.com on social media find us on YouTube and Facebook at Pit Life Barbecue Podcast uh, if you can't catch us live find us on iTunes and other podcast carriers if you're enjoying the show you know please subscribe rate let us know review um, spread the word let us know any topics you might want to talk about any questions we had a great this weekend of uh Everyone in their tail preparing their tailgates and the teams yeah, they're rooting of, for. A lot of pictures. Left. A lot of pictures. Yep. Great. We, we're loving it, guys. Thank you so much. But until next week, keep the smoke rolling.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.